Train, eat, repeat. The knowledge and know-how you need to live well. Here's your host, Tyler Ferrand. Hello, everyone, and welcome back into another episode of Train, Eat, Repeat. So glad that you're joining me this week. Hopefully, you enjoyed last week's episode with Maureen Stockline. I just wanted to thank her again for coming on the podcast. If you've not had a chance to listen to that episode, definitely listen to it. Maureen been in the business of sports nutrition for a very long time, a very cool background, and just overall a good individual. Before we get into this week's podcast, I also want to tease next week's podcast as I'm going to be able to sit down with Greg Oliva. He is the community manager for one of my favorite charities uh, that I've been involved with over the last few years, the Movember Foundation. And their whole purpose really is to bring awareness, but then also to raise funds for men's health issues, in particular focusing on mental health, suicide prevention, prostate cancer, and testicular cancer, um, and lots of ways that all of you out there can get involved, especially you men, but everybody can get involved. And I can't wait to hear what Greg has to say about a charity that I hold near and dear to my heart. So what are we talking about today? Today we're talking about control. And to me... It's all something we desperately want and something that's been really challenged over the last six months or so. You know, challenged to control our relationships, our careers, our health. You know, the perception of control gives us comfort and allows us to feel like everything is the way it should be, which means less stress and worry. But all too often, though, we lack what we wish we had more of, and that's true for anything. This past Sunday, my pastor talked about not letting the distractions of this world control your thoughts, actions, and beliefs, but allowing faith to be the instrument of control. That could be faith in yourself, a higher power, the universe, and its favor for you. And I could not agree more. Look at how much of our media makes us feel as though we have no control at all, or worse, dictates what our thoughts, actions, and beliefs should be. This was highlighted to a great extent in the recent Netflix documentary, The Social Dilemma. It brings to light how whatever truth or control you're looking for, it will be fed to you in high doses. And that companies actually track this. And then if you you get caught in that clickbait, and automatically it can shape your perspective. Or it can make you feel like you're in control of your life when you are simply being fed what you should or even want to believe. It's that crazy. If you haven't had a chance to watch the documentary, I highly suggest you go and watch it. But that is a system that controls you, not the other way around. So how do you take charge to ensure you are listening to your own voice versus being fed what you want to hear? How do you take back control of your vision, beliefs, and values? Well, to me, it all starts with one fundamental question. What do you want from your life? This question is a foundation and starts to dictate your beliefs, actions, thoughts, and how you carry yourself. If you seek control and harmony and do not know what is important to you or know what you stand for, how are you supposed to feel at peace? I like to look at this question from a different few angles. What does control of your physical health look like? After all, your physical health is is something we all want control of. We all want to be thinner. We all want to be healthy. We all want to have big, bulgy muscles, or we all want to feel good in our own skin. And again, this is not just the aesthetic, but more so, how does me living a healthy lifestyle help me take control of my life? 
If you enjoy running, then a control for you is to prioritize running into your routine. If you like feeling strong and confident, then weight training is something you will practice. If you feel good after eating a healthy meal, you will make it a habit to eat this way more often. Distractions will happen, but control means you make the choice to live your life on your terms. It almost goes back to what I've talked about before in terms of your why. Your why is that deep down feeling that no matter what happens, you're not going to allow anything else to affect it. That could also mean your values. And I think it also means finding a balance between hard work and recovery. Because after all, exercise and eating well is not about perfection or reaching a goal. It should become a way of life. Then what does control of your social health look like? Control in this area means you choose who you are engaging with and how frequently you are doing it. It does not mean you should avoid people that do not agree with you or do not share your values. After all, our differences are what makes us unique. And I believe there's always something to be learned from a person whose views are different than my own. It does mean, though, that you should seek out connection with those that pour into you, just as much as you pour into them. It means that they value your friendship and share some of your beliefs and maybe some of your likes and some of your hobbies. I've talked about how your sphere of influence greatly impacts the actions, beliefs, and way of life you live. So control of this area is vital if you want to have control of your social health. What about emotional health? What does control of that look like? It means that you are vulnerable. You have a grasp on how to deal with life's infinite struggles because we all know that they will never end and have emotional support in in going through those struggles. Having practices built in to process your emotions is so important. It allows you to feel what you need to feel even if it hurts. It also allows you to be yourself. You know, I can tell you I, I struggled for years to say what was on my mind and follow my gut for fear of letting somebody down or, or I was telling myself that I wasn't worthy enough, that it just wasn't for me. Stop that. You know, for me, practices like meditation, prayer, nature walks, journaling, reading about different inspirational books or different ways of thinking or even books that don't even pertain to my field, but people that have conquered their fears, have gotten over the hump because they've changed their mindset or they've changed their way of thinking of things. And those are all good daily practices to improving and taking control of your emotional health. It also helps to practice talking to others about your emotions and your thoughts. You know, letting things fester inside is a lack of control, not the other way around. And if you try to control those feelings or from allowing yourself to feel those, then eventually it will seep out. It will affect other areas of your life. You know, the truth is, no matter what you're talking about, if you're talking about social health, physical health, emotional health, is that you will never have complete control of your life or your environment. In fact, I would imagine that would be pretty boring if you always had control or a grasp of what was going on in your world. But allowing the world around you to control every action, thought, belief, and value you have for yourself is unacceptable. We should demand more from ourselves and stop being the puppets with the puppeteer pulling the strings. So my advice to you today to start taking control or taking back 
the control that you had before all this madness started happening in the world is put down the phone, turn off the noise, and take control of your life. I really hope that this message resonated with you guys. It's just something that I've struggled with myself over the last six months, and I can tell just by talking with people that they also have sort of lost their way. But there's always a way back. You know, I've always told people that if you've accomplished something in the past, and that could be habits, that could be control, that could be a, a goal that you have in mind. But if, you, if you've accomplished it in the past, you know how to get there because you were able to do it before. And that's what I hope for you guys. If you guys enjoyed this podcast or just enjoy the podcast, not just the episode, but the podcast in general, I sincerely hope that you take the time to write a review on iTunes. Uh, you can't do it on Spotify, but if you have a friend uh, and you can hop on their phone, I greatly appreciate a rating and a review. Not only does that get this podcast out to more people, but it also allows me to know what you guys want to hear about and make sure that this podcast continues to deliver the content that you guys want to hear. You also can send me a direct message through Facebook or Instagram. I'm on both. And uh, again, I can't wait for next week. Hope you guys enjoyed the episode. But next week, I'm going to be talking about the Movember Foundation, one of my favorite charities. And, uh, you know, the mustache uh, movement is coming shortly here in November. And can't wait to talk with Greg Olivia uh, and see what he has to say about the foundation and how we can get all of you involved in this great charity. Until next time, guys, be humble, be kind, and work your ass off. Thanks for listening to Train, Eat, Repeat. Connect with us on Instagram at fit underscore ferrant or at traineatrepeat.co. Until next time, stay strong, stay healthy.